able to otherwise because we have the Holy Spirit in us when we accept Jesus, but receiving him and walking day in and day out empowered by him is something so different than just receiving him. So today we have a special treat. Um, Miss Alice Sharping is going to be with us tonight, and she's going to be sharing a little bit about healing. She's going to be sharing a little bit about the Holy Spirit and some of the different gifts of the Holy Spirit and how he has used them in her life and used them in some of the lives of different students that are among you. Um, but a couple of things that I want to say just before Alice comes up here and shares with us some more. Um, number one, I really uh, trust that you guys are going to show your utmost respect to Alice as she's speaking, that you're going to pay close attention, that you're not going to be on your phones or talking to your neighbor, um, that you recognize that as we talk about the Holy Spirit, um, it's like God with us here on earth in a way that God the Father and Jesus aren't necessarily here on earth with us today. The Holy Spirit is God's representation here on earth today. So when we're talking about him, that alone commands your respect, right? Because we're talking about God right here alongside me. It's like the Holy Spirit is here or here, both, and. <laughs> and as he is, I have to show my utmost respect to him. Because when I'm not, I'm sinning against him. So I ask you to do that tonight while showing respect to Alice, that we also show respect to God. And we're going to just dive in and experience um, an opportunity to learn from her and her experience. And then also just to learn and press into God, because we'll have some more worship and different things tonight. We won't be going to small groups, so if you do need to use the restroom, I just ask that you only go one time and that you make it quick, because you're not going to want to miss the different things that are happening here in this space. All right? I'll turn it over to Miss Alice. Would you like a podium or something? All right. All right. I am excited to be here. I didn't jump because I knew I had to stand, and I'm old, and I didn't want to use up all my energy. Anyway, I'm a storyteller, and I'm going to tell some stories to illustrate. And you know what stories are? Testimonies. And I love testimonies. I want to tell you um, what happened recently. A few weeks ago, I came to church at River of Life. After I went there, uh, a friend had invited me to another church, big church, uh, almost everybody in there, 90% of them were probably 25 and younger. I'm not 25. Some of you may have. Did you think my, I was 25? Does that? No, I didn't either. Um, so anyway, so we're sitting there, and just the presence of the Lord was unbelievable, like I've rarely felt it. It was unbelievable. And I was with uh, four of my friends, and there was, in the same aisle that I was in, this young, pretty, blonde woman. And there came a time early on in the service where, where the, um, the uh, leader said, you know, reach out and talk to somebody that you didn't know. Well, that was easy. I only knew four people there. So I just leaned over to this woman who was sitting next to me. And she started to talk to me. And I looked in her face and, and I said, you're Eastern European, aren't you? And she's like... Yeah? I said, are you Ukrainian? And she said, yeah. I've been to Ukraine 17 times, so the Lord had given me a word of knowledge for her. So uh, we chatted a little bit. That was really cool. Then we went into worship, and the Lord did not stop talking to me about this young woman sitting next to me. And the Lord spoke to me, and he said, tell her that the situation with her husband has been resolved and now it's going to manifest. 
I had no idea what that meant because it's, I have no idea. But do you know how we please God? Do you know, we, is it, do we please God when we like really are hugely successful? Yeah. Do, do we please God when, you know, we get A's as opposed to B's? Mm, he likes that, fine, whatever. No, there's one thing that pleases him. It's one thing that's his love language. What is it? Obeying, which, le which has to require faith. So when you are praying for healing for people and you don't see a manifestation of healing, it doesn't matter. You displeased your father. How many of you like to please your heavenly father? So this is how I live my life. I live my life by, in the past, traveling around the world and pleasing my father by being obedient to him is an act of faith. Well, I had no idea what this meant for this woman. I'm not a shy person, so I didn't have any problem saying it to her. And we were in the middle of the, of the service, and, and uh, there's just a quiet holiness, so I didn't want to interrupt that. But at a place where I could do it, I leaned over to her and I said, I want you to know that the Lord just spoke to me and he said that the situation with your husband is resolved and now it's going to manifest. So what is something if it manifests? Does anybody know? Just yell it out. What? Say it again. Build, maybe. What else? Could be change. It happens. So basically what the Lord was saying is the situation with your husband has been resolved and now it's going to happen. Now it's going to take place. Now it's going to be something. She started to cry and like that snot cry that we've done, right? You know, like I wear glasses and I've snot cried on my glasses and I'm the nice old lady I am pulling the Kleenex out of my purse, handing her, she's blowing her nose, she's, I'm like, Pfft. and I had an idea, wrong idea, of what the situation was. And so she's crying, and I'm, I'm waiting on her to stop snot crying, and I said, what's going on? And she said, my husband was just diagnosed with hepatitis C, and he's f had it for years. And I said, well, that's really interesting because I got supernaturally healed from hepatitis. I had two doctors separately tell me I had hepatitis C, and then years later, I never took any treatment for it. Years later, when I was at a doctor for another reason, um, I said, well, you know, I had hepatitis C. You've never had hepatitis C. I said, well, I don't care what you said, but I had hepatitis C, and I got healed from it. So we prayed into that, and I gave her my business card, and we're going to get together in a couple of weeks. But that is what is called a word of knowledge. I never met this person. But God loves to, when we are obedient, he loves to use every tool that is in our toolbox. And I have gotten the privilege of prophesying all over the world, praying for healing. I'm going to tell you a couple more stories because it really stirs your faith. One time when I was in Ukraine, um, I worked with the church and they had a rehab center there. And um, I mean, they had unbelievable people there. The one year, the lead of the 
of the rehab. His name was Sasha, and uh, through the translator, he had shared some stories, and I, I said, I think I would have been afraid of you before you came to Christ. And he said, yeah, you would have been. I stole a woman once on her wedding night and kept her for two weeks, and her husband found me and and started me on fire, he and his friends, and cut my butt cheeks off. What? <laughs> it's like, I mean, this is some serious evangelistic tool. Pastor Dave, do not try this at the Y. That's just, so as a result of this guy who couldn't sit or lie on his back for months and months as he was healed, as he was healing, he got saved. Now, that was never God's intention for him to get his butt cheeks cut off. But, you know, God will use anything we give him, even our stupid stuff, right? He'll just use all of that. So I'm in Ukraine, and these, these people who were in the drug rehab, interesting people. I mean, they came out of unbelievable stuff. I'm like, whoa, okay, I don't think I'm ever going to be surprised again. And one day, it was a summer uh, outreach, and they were sitting outside the church, and uh, they were sitting on benches, and um, this one man was there, and um, he, he called me over, and I had my translator with me, and, and uh, he said, I, I want prayer. What do you want prayer for? I have a curved spine. Okay. Um, so I said, okay, let's, let's pray. I put my hand, hey, I put my hand on his back and his spine was like this. And uh, my translator and I prayed and under my hand, I felt it go back into order. That has nothing to do with me. In fact, Milo, will you come up here? So now, don't anybody say this. Don't say anything out loud. This is my new friend, Myla. I'm Alice, in case you forgot your new friend's name. Um, don't say it out loud, but kind of think, look at her, look at me. Think about the things that we have in common. Don't say anything. Okay, so you might notice some obvious things. We both have glasses. We're both really good looking. That's probably the first thing they thought of, right? So, uh, but do you know the main thing that we have in common? We're the same size. <laughs> what? We're the same size. Did you know we were the same size? No. I'm five foot eleven. How tall are you? No, no. <laughs> Not five foot eleven. What do you mean, Alice? She's the same size. The same spirit that resides in me resides in her. So spiritually, we are the same size. I will tell you, I've had a lot more experiences, and I have a lot more tools because I've been trained in them and I've practiced them. But look at this. Let's just go to back to back. Come on. Do you see it now? Do you see it? Yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks, honey. Uh, you can sit down. So. What I have is what you have if you are in Christ. You just need to practice the tools. You need to please your father by doing it. I have done a ton of things 
And I have prayed for a lot of people, and they did not get healed. Am I a failure? No. I please my father because I was obedient. But I tell you, the more I do it, the more healings I see. And uh, so it is really, really fun to experience these kinds of things. I mean, this is, this is my life. This is every day. I'm looking for somebody to prophesy over. I'm looking for somebody to pray over. And you know what? It's not always well received. I remember about 20 years ago, you're, probably, you're all too young, but they used to have something called curves. Anybody know what that is? Those places, where those exercise places, okay. So I was there, and what they had, they had a circuit, and everybody, all the women, it's only women, went around the circuit on these platforms, and then after a certain time, they changed the next exercise station. Okay, so I'm there and sweating and um, a woman falls off the, the little platform and her, her ankle is twisted and immediately it puffs up like somebody had blown into a balloon. And I got off my station and said, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, I command a healing in this ankle right now. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I command a healing. It went whoosh. Everybody at Curves stopped talking to me. Every time I went back, they wouldn't talk to me. It was too weird. It was too awkward. But I'm telling you, that's the normal life that God calls us to live in. It is fun to be supernatural. Do you know why the world loves scary movies? Why they love vampires and ghosts and chainsaw massacres and the girl in high heels and a little mini skirt runs toward the garage where they have, you know, chainsaws? You know, because it is our nature to be spiritual. And the world has talked us out of the beauty of the spirit realm because the enemy tries to cause us fear. So we're not going to touch that. Well, we'll get it wrong. We'll get it wrong. We'll get it wrong. Guess what? Have you ever had anything wrong? Have you ever done anything wrong? Have you ever failed a test? Who cares? It doesn't matter. But I can tell you the people that I prayed over and they've gotten healed really like it. People I've given a prophetic word to really like it. Pastor Dave, you'll like this. I'm in water aerobics at the Y. Prophesied over a guy while we're coming out of the pool. So this is a fun way to live. And Mina, come with me again. Back to back, baby doll. Do you see now? Do you see what I'm talking about? She's the same size, right? Because, thanks, honey. Because she has what I have. She needs me, I need her. Guess what? Youth are not our future. Youth are our present. Guess what? Old ladies who are 67 are not the past. And I don't think I, I don't feel like I'm old. We're not the past. We're the present. We together are the present. You need my expertise. 
You need my experience. You need to know about my failures. You need to know about that because guess what? You all, and I just say, this is a word of the Lord, you are all going to do more than I have ever done. I've been in 25 nations. I've preached in front of thousands. I've seen people be supernaturally healed. God has given me words of knowledge that I never should have known. And God shows up. And guess what? Since you are all the same size I am, as you learn, as you step out, as you do these things, it is so much fun. Where's Taylor? Taylor. This is, for those of you who haven't heard her testimony, um, the experience with, with Taylor, how long ago was that, hon? Almost a year, because it was last December. Okay, okay. Um, I believe that uh, the healing that we saw with Taylor was what kind of pulled the plug in what we've seen again. And I can tell you, in my experience, when we're on prayer team, if four people come up for prayer, four people get healed to some degree. If, if I have something wrong with my arm and can only lift it this high, and somebody prays for me, and I can lift it this high, did I get healed? Absolutely. Interesting thing about the crooked spine guy. The next day I saw him, I said, how's your spine? And he said, well, my legs still hurt. So we need to be grateful that I used to do this, now I can do this, right? So Taylor, share your testimony. Okay, um, I was having really bad back pain for a couple weeks, and then I did like chiropractic stuff and different stuff to try to make it better, and it just kept getting worse and worse. And um, I think prayer partners was kind of a new thing. That was, does that sound right a year ago? Yeah. It was somewhat new, and it was kind of when we were um, doing a lot of the, like, anointing oil thing, and um, my dad kept telling me to get prayed over, and I, Sunday after Sunday, got out of it. I didn't want to. I was, like, embarrassed, and, like, I was too scared it wasn't going to work, and I was like, that's embarrassing, and one Sunday, I was, it was really bad and I could barely walk and put I couldn't put any pressure on my right leg and I was walking out the doors and my dad was there and he's like go get prayed over and I was like okay so I came in here um with Elliot and her mom and a few other women were over there and I told them what was going on and uh, Alice sat me down in one of the chairs and lifted my ankles up and I want to say when she came when she came over, I was praying for somebody else, but the Lord said, "Go over there and uh, pray." And then He gave me a word of knowledge of what was wrong. So that's why I sat her down. Yes, she. I was explaining to other people what was wrong, and she wasn't even over there. And then she came over and hadn't heard anything of what was wrong, and she sat me down and said, "Lift your legs up," and held my ankles, and she could see that. They were, like, visibly uneven, yeah. like that, yeah. And um, she started praying, and we all, like, a large group of us watched my ankles shift back um, even. They were aligned, 
and very quickly. And she stood me up and said, how does it feel? And I walked over there with no pain at all, and it was gone. And, and did it maintain? Yes. Yep, I haven't had any pain. Awesome. Isn't that amazing? Let's thank the Lord. Thanks, sweetie. Now, I will tell you that sometimes people get healed, and then the healing isn't maintained. So uh, I prayed for a woman who had come in. I do inner healing ministry as a particular kind of counseling that I do. And we had done several sessions with this woman. We'd gone through a lot of generational stuff, and she really had some traumatic stuff in her background. And I'd known her for years from a church in Wisconsin. And she was a beautiful woman. Um, and she had one eye that was, like, out of order, you know? So we prayed for her, and I wish we would have taken a picture before and after. I'm going to increase my faith. I'm going to make that declaration. I'm going to increase my faith and start taking pictures before and after. So we prayed. We put our hands on, on her, and her eye slid over and was aligned, few days later, she went back to Wisconsin. A few days later, she sent me a picture, you know, those side-by-side -side ones of before and after. And that is amazing. Now, I will tell you that that wasn't maintained. That's not her fault. I'm not giving her any shame or blame. But I can tell you in that, and I encourage her to this, you keep commanding that eye to line up. You tell that eye that it needs to be in the right place. That makes a huge difference. I've had lots of prayer. I've had problems with my legs, really have fought with leg issues for 20 years. They're getting better and better and better. I am always talking to my legs. saying these. I have cursed my legs for a long time, and which leads me into another thing. How many of you have ever prophesied? A couple of you. Okay, how many of you have ever said anything like, oh my gosh, I've got the history test tomorrow, I'm going to flunk it. Anybody ever say anything like that? You prophesied. You prophesied. How did the Father, the creator of the universe, how did he create everything but man? How did he do that? He spoke it. And are you created in his image? Okay, so when you speak something, you sometimes create a world that isn't a very comfortable place to live in. I'm never going to have any friends. I'm so stupid, and, and I really like Billy, and every time I'm around Billy, I always say something stupid. I'm never going to succeed. I'm never going to be worth anything. You're prophesying. So flip that and start prophesying about what can line up with the character of God and the word of God. Does that make sense? And we have power in our mouths. And many of us have things that we've proclaimed over ourselves that absolutely are not true. I'm going to teach you the easiest test you're ever going to know. Okay? Ready? It's really easy. So, let's say, I'm how, what grade are you in, Myla? Sixth grade. Okay, I'm a sixth grader. I'm really bad at math. Okay? And I prophesy over myself that I'm so stupid in math and I'm never going to get math. Okay, let's test to see if that's a lie. I am so stupid in math 
and I will never get math, and Jesus wants it that way. Does that seem like a lie? Boy, that's an easy test, isn't it? You, you feel something about yourself. Oh, I'm just, I'm, I really like that girl, but she's, she's not going to ever like me, and Jesus wants it that way. Well, you know, you just keep testing these things out. What lines with the character of God and the word of God? You're lining up with the prophetic word of God, and it's really fun. Let's talk some more. So you got to watch your mouth. Ever anybody, anybody ever say, watch your mouth? Your mom or dad ever say, hey, 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 watch your mouth. Talk to your little brother. You're such an idiot. Get out of my room. Watch your mouth. Well, we need to watch our mouths about ourselves, too. I'm worthless. I'm stupid. I'll never amount to anything. Watch your mouth. And if you can say, and Jesus wants it that way, then it's true. But if that, does, if that sounds grating on your ears, that is a stinking, rotten lie, and you need to shake it off. Right? Does that make sense? It's fun. I do this all the time in ministry. I teach, I teach the people who come in. Do this easy test, right? It's super easy. So you need to watch your mouths. I want to talk a little bit, have a little short prophetic word. The Lord spoke this to me while we were praying before the service, and he said that where some of you struggle um, with feeling on the outside and not fitting... Okay, don't raise your hands, but have you ever felt that way? I'm so weird, I'm so unique, I'm so different than everybody else, I'm never going to fit in anywhere. What the Lord spoke to me was that the very thing that the enemy attacks you about that you're different in is the very thing he wants to use in your lives. And being different is actually really cool. There's nobody like you. Even though Myla and I are exactly the same size, we're not really alike. And we have different giftings that we can use for the Lord's honor and glory. So the enemy is always after us. And I want to tell you, I had a vision years ago. And the vision that I had, how's Cole, how's our, are we still good time-wise? Okay. This is the vision I have. I mean, I love history. So I know a lot about history, and I saw this medieval walled city. You know what I'm talking about? There's a big walled city, if you've ever seen any of those kinds of movies, where they're bombing the cities with catapults and stones and archers and all that. So I have this open-eyed vision. Yes, the Lord can give us open-eyed visions. I can see something out there. I don't know how it works, but it works, and it's really fun. So I see this walled, this walled city. Why do they have walled cities? What's the wall about? What's the wall about, bud? For protection, right? So what's in the walled city is something valuable, right? Good answer, thank you. So I'm watching this, and I'm like, okay, Lord, what are you showing me? And on the outside of the walled city, I saw an outhouse. You know, you all know what an outhouse is, don't you? Okay. So... 
the guy with the cutoff butt might have fallen through the hole, but that's another story. Uh, so anyway, he got healed. He was fine. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to deal with that miracle, right? Yeah, how do you give that testimony? I used to not have a butt, and then the God recreated I don't know. I got off track because uh, <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, so I'm watching, and there's an outhouse, right? And the enemy comes, and you know what a catapult is, right? Do you know what that is? It's got the big, big stone on it, and uh, it, it is catapulted, thrown by this big machine called a catapult. Um, and the, the stone dropped on the outhouse and smashed the outhouse. And I'm laughing. I'm like, what's this about, Lord? I, well, that's weird. Why would the enemy bother to smash an outhouse when here's this walled city? And he says, exactly. The places you get attacked are where you've got something valuable. Isn't that cool? So you can look at that and go, wow, this is a place that over and over again I get attacked and over and over again these things happen in this way. Well, you take a little closer look and maybe pray with somebody, get together with a leader or a friend and say, okay, this is what happens to me very often, so I want to find out what my real gift is. Right? That's a kind of a cool thing because who cares if your outhouse gets bombed? He's after your walled city. So if he's after your walled city, and it's, it's a gift that you have, and the enemy wants to keep you from it. Okay, we're actually talking about healing today. Let me get there. All right. Um, okay, right now, is there anybody in the room that has measurable pain anywhere in their body right now? Anybody? Yeah, would you come up, honey? Where's Millie? Where's Millie? Millie, come up. I've had the privilege of having Millie be my prayer partner. Okay. What's your name, honey? Avery. Avery, I knew that. I just was checking to see if you did. Uh, so, Avery, do you mind saying in the mic where your pain is? Yeah, in my head. Okay. Where? Uh, through my eyes and back of my neck. Okay. And on a scale of 1 to 10, will you come over here, Millie, on that other side? On a scale of 1 to 10, what's the pain level? A six. You know what? The Lord loves zeros when it comes to pain, right? So may I put my hand on you? Okay. So, all right, we speak to this right now in the name of Jesus, and I command a healing in Jesus' name. All pain, all discomfort, anything that's out of order with the spine, with the muscles, you come into order in the name of Jesus right now. I command it by the blood of the lamb. Come into order. Pain, go. Pain, go. Pain, go. Stress, release in Jesus' name. Stress, release in Jesus' name. Okay, test it out. Mm, probably still a six. Okay. So what do we do? I just say, well, thanks for coming up, Avery. Go sit down. Is that what you want me to do? Okay, good. Millie, hit it. Lord Jesus, take this pain away because uh, Avery doesn't need this pain and we know that it is just something from Satan that we don't need and that there is a lot of pain in this room and that it, it, all, it is all from Satan. We just take this away from her head and any other pain 
and that we would just throw this in the garbage because we do not need pain. Okay, I've worked with Millie before, and she's a seer, and sometimes she knows where things are. All right, Millie, are you seeing anything that's like a, like something that's covering her that shouldn't be there? And you may not. This is you're not going to fail the quiz. I'm just asking because there's something right there. SpongeBob SquarePants where the chipmunk is like wearing that like Ooh. thing on its head, like kind of like the space. I love Millie. <laughs> and you know, that sounds weird. And she usually comes up with something like that. And I love that because that's so cool. Okay, so if you see that on her, what needs to happen next? Take it off. Yeah. Did everybody hear her? Take it off. Okay, there are prophetic acts. I gave a prophetic word and talked about something that the Lord wanted to speak. A prophetic act is something that we do in the physical to make something manifest in the natural. Does that make sense? Okay, go ahead. And now, test your neck. Any difference? Not really. Okay, go ahead and take that off. Okay, and what are you going to do with it? There you go. Okay, we just put that at the feet of Jesus. And Father, I pray, would you hold the, the mic for me? Okay, is it okay if I put my mic uh -huh. So Father, right now, anything that feels like it's trying to bring her stress, we break that off in Jesus' name. We break off all emotional stress. We break off anything that would try to hold her back in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. And I command order in this body, in the name of Jesus. And I'll just put the mic over. You're on a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know. This is fun. Isn't this cool? So you started with a level of 6 out of 10. What is it now, honey? 1. That's a good deal right there, right? 
So, Father, we thank you that you heal because you're a healer. We thank you that this isn't on Avery. It's on you. And it's uh, you took it at the cross. So we proclaim healing and completion of this in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Seal it up. Thank you. Thanks, Mel. Isn't that fun? So what happened there without telling, telling anything um, the Lord gave me a couple words of knowledge, and I asked her a couple questions. I said, is this true? Is this true? And she said, yes. We walked through what we needed to walk through. And guess what? The healing happened. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that so much fun? And it, it's, um, here are some things we don't do in healing. We do not say things like, oh, Lord, bless me as I suffer. Somebody give me a bucket. No, I'm just kidding. This, this is, yes, do we suffer? Yes, do we have pain? Yes, are there times we don't get healed? Of course. But this is not how he wants us to pray. Do you know it doesn't say in the Bible to pray for healing? What are you talking about, Alice? Can anybody tell me what it says in the Bible about healing? Anybody? It says heal. I can't find a place where it says pray for healing. I find places where it says heal in the name of Jesus. Isn't that interesting? Because what does the word say? By his stripes, we were healed. I'm an English teacher. That's a past tense verb, right? That means it's done. So we can apply that with the blood of Jesus. Now, this is... Um, does anybody else have pain in their body right now? Anybody here? It doesn't have to be severe. Millie, you do? Are you raising your hand? Come on up, honey. Who wants to partner with me? Be awesome. Come on up. Yeah, come, are you coming up here? Yay. What's your name? Cole. Thank you, Cole. What's your name? Logan. Logan, okay. Be on each one of you on the side here. Come on over here, Logan. Okay, so Millie, where is the pain and what's the level? Um, I have a bladder infection. <laughs> Holy Spirit's already working. Okay, just be sitting there praying, praying in faith. We are declaring. We are not praying for healing. We are declaring healing in Jesus' name. And right now, in the name of Jesus, we come against all shame connected to this. And we come against all the lies in Jesus' name, and we break those off right now. Okay, Logan, are you seeing or feeling or sensing anything? I'm sensing that she's really in pain right now. That she needs Can you see where the pain is? How about you, Logan? Sensing that she is in pain. And Can you see where the pain is or sense where the pain is? Well, I guess... I, I mean, in her bladder, I guess. But yeah. and, that, and that's great. Beca yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. Good work. Yeah. And that's you thinking. That's great. We can think, right? It's okay to think. So we're going to speak to this right now in the name of Jesus. What's the level of pain and discomfort right now, Millie? 
Is five a good number for pain and discomfort? Is that acceptable? Yeah. So, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over her bladder, over all of her organs, anything that has been affected by this, over her digestive tract, in Jesus' name. And I come against that. I want to encourage you guys. I know when people pray, our automatic response is to close our eyes. I'm going to encourage you to leave your eyes open. Whenever I have a prayer partner, I say, come open your eyes because you want to see what's going on. And I'm going to elaborate on that. So right now, in the name of Jesus, all shame, all pain, all discomfort go. And we curse infection in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, it has to go by the blood of the Lamb. And it's because you're a healer that you want to heal Millie. It's not dependent upon Millie. It's dependent upon you, Jesus. So we put our trust in you, and we speak healing in Jesus' name. Okay, Millie, can you? She says there's no difference. Should I have her sit down? No. Yeah, thank you. Very enthusiastic. Okay, Father, we trust you. We want to please you with our faith. We want to please you by uh, pouring out our, our prayers, pouring out love into Millie. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak love, the love of Jesus, into her bladder. I speak the love of Jesus into all of her organs. I speak the love of Jesus into her mind. Healing power, blood of the lamb, blood of the lamb, blood of the lamb, blood of the lamb. And we curse this cycle in the name of Jesus. We curse it in Jesus' name and we proclaim healing by the blood of the lamb. Healing power. She says, there's no difference. I am going to have her sit down, but I'm going to pray for her later. So, because I think the Lord has something else there. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Logan. Awesome. Isn't it fun to be in the presence of the Lord? And you're going to take risk, and you're going to feel foolish sometimes. Am I done? Okay. I want to real quick. Okay, um, one of the biggest tips I give to my prayer partners is watch when you pray. Because if I had had my eyes closed when we prayed for Taylor, and all of us had our eyes open and we all burst into tears, you right? We want to see this. And you know what? Even in practical things, I, I want to see if somebody's crying and if they got snot running down their face. I, I want to be able to handle that, and I want to see if they look confused, if they look hurt, if they if they look like they want to run away. I want to watch, and I and I know uh, very often, you know, we're trained to close our eyes in prayer, and that's usually appropriate. But I hardly ever close my eyes in prayer when I'm by myself. But when I'm with somebody, I'm watching. I'm watching because I want to see what the Lord is doing. So don't be shy about that. And I just want to touch on a couple more, and then I'm going to turn it over. And, OK. 
Okay, go ahead and call somebody up, and then I'm going to make another point. Okay. Uh, so there's, uh, I know there's more than one of you, but at least one of you maybe has the courage to stand up. There's someone who's experiencing pain below their waist, um, so specifically in your legs, and you need healing, and you're right there. More than one of you, yeah. How do you know that, Cole? Well, I know this because I actually know these guys, right? You feeling some pain too? All right. So specifically, Jessica and myself, we were talking in the back and praying, obviously over the service, but we felt like um, the Lord was just putting um, Logan's a bonus, but putting specifically. I always confuse you with your name, Austin. I always want to say Ethan. That's his dad. Austin on my heart. Um, Austin, can you tell us a little bit about what you're experiencing? Um, so basically, during the summer when I had, we were doing football, my knees started like aching more and more. And uh, yeah. Uh, so like when I would kneel down after practice, I'd get up and it'd be swollen and inflamed, and it would, you know, not feel good to walk. Yeah, in both knees. And I found out I have Oshkosh in my right knee. I can't remember what the correct term for it is, but. Um, and then my left knee has severe bruising in the bones and there's something wrong with the cartilage in there too. Okay, and then what are you experiencing, Logan? Um, the same thing, I was playing football and something popped in my knee. I still don't know what it is, but it just, I can barely put pressure on. Okay, that's crazy because they're both the exact same thing, right? They're both experiencing knee pain. They're both, it's a sports injury. Really cool how God works in that way. Okay. Now, did you know that in the natural before you called him up or did you feel like Holy Spirit told you? Okay, and that's and that's not cheating. This was all Holy Spirit. I, I didn't, Logan's never expressed to me that he had that going on. I knew Austin had experienced some stuff. All right. Can, can I have a two men, one for each one of them? And then a guy for each one of them. Will you guys come up? So do you want me to jump in on that or keep going? Okay. And again, um, it's fun to watch that, but I feel like we got some other business here too. So um, I know it's interesting and they're cute, but look at look at me. <laughs> All right, is there anybody else who has some pain or who has an injury or wants prayer for something? Is there anybody else? Would you come up? Are you Carson? Come up, Carson. And then would somebody come up and prayer partner with me? Okay. So, Carson, what's going on? Uh, I have lower back pain and my neck just hurts. Okay. What's the level of pain in the neck? Okay. What's the level? What's the level of pain in the lower back at this moment? This moment, I got a four. Okay. And the reason I ask that is because very often this is what we do. Jessica comes up to me and says, "Oh, I've been having a problem with my right elbow." Oh, okay, Jess, I'll pray for you. Um, here she is. I'm gonna pray for her. So Carson came up, here he is. So we can say, oh yeah, we'll pray for you, but I tell you, it's very effective to lay hands on people, right? 
I didn't. I always break my own rule, and I just, may I put my hand on you, Carson? <laughs> okay, we speak to this neck right now in the name of Jesus, and we say, neck, you line up. And I command trauma to come out. And don't be afraid to watch, you guys. You don't have to close your eyes if you want to. Go ahead, but keep your eyes open if you want. So we command trauma out of this neck. Any injury, any falls, um, and I don't know, I'm, I'm getting, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like when you were little, you fell and jammed your neck. Is that true? That you know of? It was just last week, but somebody landed on me and it did. Okay, okay. And I wonder, and I don't know, so I'm not saying thus saith the Lord, but um, we speak to that early injury, if that's a thing right now in the name of Jesus. And we command all trauma and fear of anything that would have happened when Carson was little. And we say, line up in Jesus' name. Jess, are you getting anything? So line up in Jesus' name. Okay, test your neck. We're just checking the neck. Any change? Okay, step forward a little bit. Okay, well, we're going to celebrate that. He said a little bit. So we speak to this neck in the name of Jesus. I command a healing by the blood of the lamb. Line up, trauma released in Jesus' name. Jess, will you hold the mic? Yep. Release. Jess said she kept getting the word release, so go ahead and pray that over him. Lord Jesus, I just uh, ask that you would release whatever is uh, holding Carson back right now, God. I feel like, uh, yeah, there's something deeper in there, Lord Jesus. I just ask that you would release it in Jesus' mighty name right now. Whatever it is, God, that is holding him back must be released. Satan, you have no place here right now, Lord Jesus. Just release that in your wash it clean in the blood of the lamb, Lord Jesus. It must go right now in Jesus' name. Just release back again what's it what level is it a four father we thank you and we thank you that you heal because you're a healer so I pray the countdown over Carson's back and I say four three two one zero break in Jesus name break in Jesus name healing power come healing power come healing power come healing power come Okay, test it out, honey. Oh. <laughs> that, you know what that is? That's a oh. What happened? It's gone. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord a clap offer for that. Awesome. Any change in your neck after that? It's a little better. Keep after that, and you can command that. You can command that, Carson. Say, no, I'm, I'm not having pain in my neck. I rebuke pain. You line up in Jesus' name. Good job. Wow, that's amazing and fun. Awesome. Thank you, Carson. All right. I'm just going to check in where. What happened? Come on over, Austin and Logan. Yeah. What happened, buddy? 100% of the pain is gone. Praise the Lord. 
done praying I got up and I felt amazing it doesn't hurt to like get up it doesn't ache anymore it feels great awesome. Awesome. I've known this guy since he is a baby he's no baby anymore praise the Lord you want to share anything about that about the healing? Okay. are we done yeah so we do uh, unfortunately have time limit on what happens tonight and we did play lightning for way too long but um we can continue this space. It doesn't need to end here. It's not just um, a moment that we live in for this right now, but it's something that we carry with us, right? We're not changed just by healing. Obviously, it affects our our bodies in the here and now in this world, but it's so much more than that. It's the life and the love of Jesus that we carry with us that we can go and pray over other people at the high school when they get injured. You don't have to just be in a churchy moment where there's nice music and a great inspirational speech from Alice where she's sharing all these cool testimonies. It can be in your schools. It can be in your homes. It can be after this. If you have time, you don't have to leave. You have your own ride. You know your parents doesn't come till like 8.30. Stay in this room. Keep praying. Keep interceding. Keep chasing after Jesus and the things he has for you and what are you doing I just feel like the Lord is saying I mean if you need to go you can go but I just feel like the Lord is saying that there is somebody sitting here that needs healing but you're too nervous to come up so I feel like you've seen there's healing after healing and I feel like the Lord is just pressing it on your heart to come up so if you have something, even if it's small and you feel like ashamed that it's not this big, huge thing, uh, like a concussion or knee things, uh, I just encourage you to come up. Is there anybody here that you're feeling led to come up? I also really feel like it has not been mentioned, but like any emotional healing that you feel like you need. Um, we've talked a lot about physical healing. But I just really keep feeling like there's someone in the room that needs emotional or mental healing. You guys can go sit down. And then uh, whoever's coming up in response to you, you want to pray with them with the leader? Is that Katrina? I just want to say one last thing. Even when I'm out in public and I'm not praying for anybody in particular, guess what? I leave a spiritual residue. So we won't know until heaven that if when you're at McDonald's and you sit in a chair, you're leaking Holy Spirit all over that chair. And it could be the next person sits in that chair, they get healed. So this doesn't always have to be words. There's so much here and it's so much fun. Bless you guys. You were an amazing group. Thank you for your great attention. Thank you. This was fun. Thank you, Alice. Okay, so uh, it's 8.15. This is when we would normally let out of small groups, though we never do that on time. Um, so I encourage you to be respectful of your parents. If they're here to pick you up, uh, Unfortunately, they're here to pick you up, okay? But we'll continue this on in the future, all right? Um, if your parents aren't here, then this space is open to you. You're more than welcome to do that. Colin's going to play some worship songs with Elliot. Um, 
and we're going to continue praying for healing. Leaders, if you're in the room and you don't need to leave, I just encourage you to um, partner up like two of you as prayer partners and just fill in the spaces around here and then be willing to pray over students that come up to you. So guys with guys, girls with girls, and we'll just seek after God for a little bit here.